So welcome to the Scottish Property Podcast. This week, myself and Nick are live from my reef, my current reef up in Cumbernauld. So we're socially distanced and recording the podcast, sitting in the back of Nick's truck here with a couple of microphones. <laughs> How are you doing this week, Nick? All right, this is bizarre, but it's quite nice. Uh, we're enjoying the sun here and uh, just sitting outside uh, at the back of uh, Stephen's new purchase in uh, Cumbernauld. So he's just given me a wee tour around the refurb. So if you fire onto the... Uh, Scottish Property Podcast Facebook group, then you'll see we just did a tour uh, and there's some good tips in there for people who are doing refurbs. But what are we talking about this week, Stephen? So t- t- today we thought it'd be a nice time since we're pretty much just past the halfway point of the year to review our goals that we set out at the start of the podcast as well. I think it was episode number two. We spoke about our goals for um, 2020 and what it looked like. And, and I, I, while I was filling the skip this morning, I listened back to the podcast to review it and, and think about what we said in the podcast. And you're goals were really specific, mine wasn't even though I didn't go into too much detail I can, I can reflect on that uh, in the podcast as we do a little bit of a review Absolutely, you can actually hear the skip getting filled up in the background there So uh, Stephen's got his, his man out who's uh, doing a grand job of the, the rip out while we just uh, do the kind of do the podcast so yeah let's review our goals then Stephen I had a wee listen back this morning as well so uh, do you want to go first then, what did you say back in January then when we did the podcast? So I had a couple of things that I was wanting to do. Um, I was wanting to buy portfolios in Aberdeen and then grow my buy to let portfolio quite quite substantially. Um, now, due to coronavirus, this goal was was hugely affected, and it was due to the lending. I had a lending product lined up um, in place with Aldermore, and it quickly got pulled when this when this was all happening. So that's had a bit of detrimental effect on the amount I wanted to add to my buy to let um, portfolio. But the other thing I wanted to do was work on a little bit more cash flow and activities through the sourcing side of the business and also want to give back and do a bit of training and that's those goals I set out due to lockdown helped because it gave me time to prepare content do zoom calls actually sell the course out um, rather than you know have, have a handful of people on it because like, like I said I didn't want to do something uh, be a guru or a property trainer it was just going to be something to do this the the, the the strategies that I cover by by let by flips you know sourcing those strategies in depth over a weekend and it wasn't going to be any selling the dream bullshit. It wasn't going to be, yeah. you know, this, you're going to quit your job, you're going to make millions, all this kind of nonsense. And, and being upfront and honest and, and people and how much hard work's involved in property, um, I'd not, I'll be honest, before lockdown, I struggled to sell it. But during lockdown, we were quite active on social media. We'd done our, our regular Zoom calls on um, on Monday night. Um, I, the, the following, I've got more on Instagram as well through even the, the podcast as well. I think that's greatly helped. And putting content out there that we're still active, we're still doing deals. You just finished your Ibrox one. I've been completing one in Aberdeen yesterday and back down here in Cumbernauld. So we're, we're still active. So putting that content out there, I think, helped me yeah. sell out the workshop. So that's been, so as, as much as one downside there, the, the lockdown and the coronavirus has affected a couple of goals. On the other hand, it's, it's helped the other side of it. So. Aye, so it's given you, this is what we talked about, you've got uh, time there to put out more social media uh, because you've not been doing, which has allowed you to build your personal brand, which is something that we talked about a lot, mm. uh, which has enabled you to basically you know help more people and, and get the masterminds uh, course booked up as well. So yeah, so it sounds like you've definitely achieved that one. Yeah, I've, I've, I've achieved that one. And I'm actually, like you said as well, at the, the social side of it, something I fell into at the start of the year was probably slightly after would record the podcast, but it was something that was in my mind that I was sourced, that I was up there sourcing my own deals in Aberdeen, and it kind of felt like I'm doing two-hour drives, you know, a couple of times a week up and down Aberdeen, and I've got my own projects on the go up there. It kind of made sense to, as everyone in the central belt struggling to find 
you know, burger deals and get all your money back out. I'm finding them up in Aberdeen relatively easy. Yeah. Um, so it kind of was a, it was a natural step to sell them on. And it started off at the start of the year, selling them to investor friends and, and then obviously going getting compl- getting fully compliant and then taking the business more seriously. And You've managed to source quite a few deals up there in Aberdeen yeah, just over quite, the past three months. Quite a lot over the last few months. And, it, and, and the minute, you know, and I'm really enjoying helping investors because it's investors that are starting out, listening to the podcast, listening to content, trying to get educated and then going, how the fuck do you find these deals that Nick's talking about? You know, you can't, they're a struggle, they're a yeah. real hard work in the central belt and I've never bought anything in, in my area from my portfolio for probably two years, two and a half years because of how competitive the market is uh-huh. to add to my portfolio anyway. But take that to Aberdeen and I'm, and I'm finding them, them them very regular. So um, helping other investors out, helping guys from the Glasgow areas that are looking to diversify their portfolio and it's, it's been good it's been really really good now you mentioned something about flips as well didn't you in the january podcast did you yes so i always like to do a flip on the go i have a flip on the go at any given time and quite frustrated that the flip that actually just sold yesterday was the last one I've done. we got the keys a year ago and it was two cottages and due to sales pulling out towards the end of last year the last one was getting sold going just before lockdown went. The sale got delayed until yesterday. Um, and it just so happens that today I'm picking up the keys for the next one. Um, so I always, I, I don't know so why I always manage to kind of time that quite right, that there's always one on the go. So it's one out, one in. Um, I mean, those cottages just look like an absolute nightmare. And I mean, like, the great thing about this podcast and watching your journey on Instagram is that you'll share all that, the downsides yeah. as well. Yeah. And it's real. I shared that yesterday talking about how it's the importance of having multiple streams of income and property and something that I didn't really take that seriously before and especially when I was still working in oil and gas industry you had your income you had your portfolio and you had flips so you didn't really care but when I went full time in property you kind of focused on one strategy and if it was flips and and if something goes wrong in the market or sticks in the market or the coronavirus comes in and and locks you down then your your business kind of can grind to a halt and so, so it's so important to kind of have these little bit diversified incomes as well and, and and that's a prime example. If you were only doing flips and they stuck on the market and they pulled out and you know, locked and prevented the last sale going through, you'd be sitting there waiting for a year to get your money back. That's quite a long time to wait yeah. for no income. But luckily, I've, see, I've got my portfolio and obviously doing sourcing and, and stuff in Aberdeen. That's a really good point about multiple streams. Mm. Um, and, you know, I was just glad to see it off the back of your Instagram, to be honest with you, because <laughs> if I saw another cottage on the <laughs> Instagram, I was like, oh, not those cottages not again. Story. I think I posted the last story going, this will be the last thing you'll see these on the story. <laughs> for that. Uh, it um, sounded pretty good anyway. It sounded like a profitable one. In the end, you got it. Yeah, it's good. I'm going, I'm going to share the details of the numbers. And, and I was thinking about this at the week as well. Like, but I think we spoke about this before about people that share details and, and numbers on, on property. Now, we'll do that on social media because we know the importance of doing it. And I, and I think it's probably quite good to specify. You're not doing it to show off and say, oh, no. look look what I made. Look what return we're getting. Look what yield you're getting. Look what profit you made in the flip. It's to show people the possibilities that that, that what works on property and the strategies that works and, and, the, and the type of money you can make on it. Not yeah. to say, look at this. It's just to, this. Here's, here's what is possible and, and you can do it too. It's to give them the motivation and the inspiration is what I say, you yeah. know, not to be nosy, uh, you know, and some people are, you know, a bit more conservative than mm. others and that's absolutely fine. But yeah. we always say in the podcast, if you can share the numbers, it is, we find it really interesting definitely. and it helps others. It, it helps, it definitely helps other investors looking at it and if they're looking at the same areas as you're looking at then to see what you purchased the form, what you spent on it and what your Even if you give the price of the e and that, yeah, it's you know, that, I think that's idea. I think that's valuable, that's valuable details to people yeah. as well. Um, anyway, Nick, go ahead. Per- hang on a wee second before we go on to me. What about like you know personal goals and stuff like that? Has that all been obviously with lockdown and COVID? You know, you said yeah. I picked up on the fact that you're talking about you know you like your cars and stuff like that. So, mm. 
Are you, um, you still driving the same car? <laughs> yep, everything's the same. The only thing I think that my, my goals at the start of the year always reflect on places I want to go, things I want to do, you know, what, what holiday or, or a, a kind of city break and stuff like that, as well as my, my goals in business. Then the goals in business, I think, will get there. You know, you're going to have some been affected by it and some has been positively affected by it and negatively affected by the last uh, three, four months. And it will have a bit of a knock-on effect from the overall 2020. But the one that's probably going to have the biggest effect is the personal goals because... Well, no holidays. No holidays. So, you know, I had a, I'd wanted to plan a city break. break. I wanted, Rome was, I think, on the list this year. Um, and I want, I want to try and get out and see my dad in Dubai for his... Um, Sixtieth in November. Hopefully, I can still do that. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, they they were they're the ones that are obviously going to get quite affected. But then everybody's going to be in the exact same same position. Um, so, your goals. Yep. Yours was very specific when I listened to it back. You were you were great. <laughs> you, had, you had a specific target. You know. So yeah, I had the numbers. So uh, just to share, uh, probably split it into kind of three different areas. I think it was so on the buy to let and building my own personal portfolio. Uh, and I don't mind sharing the numbers. I know, like a lot of people say, it's not about the numbers. It's not about the, you know the number of properties you have. But I just think I'm I'm just totally transparent with the whole thing. Anyway. But um, so I wanted. I've got the five year goal, which is what I said originally. So by the time I'm forty five, I turned forty you this year. Turned forty during this, but doing this time, the yeah. big four oh man. Um, so I'm going for the five year goal. So when I'm forty five, I want to have twenty. Uh, buy to let properties right at the moment I've got six in the company and I've got three in my own name so I've got nine and this year specifically so to get to that 20 property mark in five years I wanted to get another three buy to let properties right so I managed to purchase one back in February it was a really good buy it's been documented on my social media and that went really well up to lockdown and then I just had a couple of things to do it was like the carpets and that and I obviously delayed it about four weeks I managed to get them done in the end so that was uh, Middleton Street and Ibrox, and it got rented straight away. So within, uh, so yeah, that'll be coming up for refinance now. I actually need to contact the broker and get that uh, get that moving because that that'll be a. You bought that cash, didn't you? Bought it Can cash. Can you share the numbers on that? Uh, yeah, sure. Bought it cash for uh, it was just under the forty k, so avoided the four percent. So that was quite good, and it was uh, thirty nine 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 five or something like that, and then. Uh, did the full renovation. It's probably just short of eleven thousand to do a full refurb, uh, and then obviously there was fees. There was actually a buying fee for that one through the. It was an, an online auction agent, mm. which was two and a half. So two and a half plus one for the solicitor was that three and a half plus eleven. What's that? You're up at about fourteen or something like that. Mm. Plus the te- uh, the the refurb. Uh, sorry, plus the purchase price. Fifty four. So you're fifty. Say fifty four, fifty fifty four all in. Um, at the end value, I think conservatively, I think it'll be 65. So, you know, I'll maybe leave about, I don't know, what's that, five or six in the deal. Um, so, quite happy with that. Rent's out at £500 a month. Nice. Good cash flow. Probably talking about three, just short of 300 a month for the cash flow. And uh, that one got rented out within a couple of days through a Zoom viewing, virtual viewing. During, during the lockdown as well. During lockdown, uh, to somebody who was in a position where he needed to move. Uh, he was a, a professional, young professional, so delighted with that. Uh, by the way, sorry about the noise in the background. We've got a van pulling up here, and also there's a kid on a trampoline. So, um, just in case you're hearing that, um, yeah. So, so that was only one, mm-hmm. and we're obviously six, seven months into the year. So, I've still got another two to get. You, I think you, you had one, didn't you, before you went into lockdown? Did you have one that was going to be added to your own portfolio? 
Uh, no, that was that was that that was just that oh, one. Oh, I thought you pulled out one. Oh, sorry, I did. Yes. So I'd purchased another one. So this was I was on to number two just before lockdown. Literally on the week of lockdown, that was when I was due to complete. It was a two bedroom in Johnston that I'd picked up at a good deal. Then when the news started and the shit hit the fan, I decided to pull out. Now looking back on it, it was still a good deal, and I wish I'd actually <laughs> gone through with it because I'm now finding that I'm back out in the market. And there's not, there's not a lot about, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I could have been two up by this point. But yeah. anyway, I'm only one up and I've still got two to go. I still think I can get to the three point by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, because I, me- I remember you getting that second one thinking, bloody hell, you're going to obliterate your goals quite yeah. quickly a few months into the year. So yeah, that's that's good. Um, so yeah, you've got six months to get another two. Your yeah. other goals were based on the, the lighting agent. You wanted to grow the agency. Yeah, so obviously this has been taking up a lot of my time with the lighting agency. I've got Arc Property um, where obviously I manage my own portfolio and other properties for other landlords. And I quoted the figure of 75 properties that I was currently managing right at the start of the year. My ambition was to grow that to 100 properties through the whole year. I'm now sitting at 90 so I've managed to grow that quite no bad. So I'm, I'm pretty certain that I'm going to achieve the 100. That's good growth considering what we've just been through for, for the majority of the first half of the year. Yep. That's, uh, that's good growth. So I'm happy with that. The only problem is it's sucking up a lot of my time. So it's taken away from my own investing. And basically what I said to you earlier on was I'm going to need to get somebody in to help me. So I'm going to be taking on my first member of staff in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, that'll be my first hire. And it's obviously, it needs to be done. To, to, to grow, gr- to grow yeah. even more. I mean, you know yourself, I think you use a VA to do a lot of your admin and stuff like that. Yeah, I started using a VA about a month back and it's been phenomenal, the difference and, and for me. Um, but yeah, you've you've been getting really, really busy with your agency, so I think yeah. it's the, the, the right step for you at the right, at the right so, time. So if there's any people out there who are in Glasgow and fancy a career in property management, then... You know, get in touch. There's an opportunity there. It's a good opportunity for the young people that maybe want to look out and start well, a property. And I think it'd be a good time to hire as well because obviously, you know, it's it's obviously bad that there's going to be a lot of people made redundant as well. So, you know, hopefully, I can get somebody good. Um, yeah. So that's the, the the business side. So, so I'm, I'm pretty sure when you bring someone on, and, and I know you'll have a, a period of training that person, bring them up the standard and, and allocating their tasks. Once that frees your time up, I've got got no doubt that you'll smash that extra 10 properties because that'll, that'll give you that free time to be yeah. looking not only for yourself for your own investment portfolio but also bring on more clients in your business yeah definitely and, and certainly working with you Stephen it's really opened my eyes up to the opportunities that you can uh, you know get into with other investors as well and this whole thing of you know really cash shouldn't be an issue funding shouldn't be an issue you know Mm-hmm. It's about trying to get the deals in and then the money will come as well. So I'm going to take a bit more of that philosophy. That's something I've taken on from you mm. over the past six months and I'll take that on moving forward. Uh, so so in, in my eyes, money's not a problem. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you may be able to add a flip into your, your, your goals as well. But well, well looking at the flips, right, I've got, I've got to say I am trying to obviously mitigate risk with the, with the whole the times that we're going through with the... Mm. You know the way that potentially the market could go towards the end of the year. So I am thinking. I know I said right at the start. I did say that I was going to want to do one flip. I'm now not really too uh, ambitious about getting a flip. Mm. I think that if I did get a flip, it would need to make sure that numbers work 100% for a buy to let. So you've yes. got the multiple exits there. Yes, the flip that I'm actually completing on today. I will share the details on uh, on the group when I get the keys. I'm probably going to go from Cumbernauld straight through there. Um, it's, a, it's part of um, with the mastermind group and the guys have got in the mastermind group a lot of the guys were struggling for pricing out refurbs and said well, why don't we do like a group 
or a joint venture within the group that we can you can help the guys and price them and go through every step by step on the process. So we found this property in Kinross uh, as a really desirable town to live in. I know it. I know it well. It's at the probably the worst end of the high street. So the values aren't that great. But we picked it up for a hundred and. 21,000. We did a degree at 127 before lockdown and I managed to negotiate a bit further um, with them wanting back on the market, got for 121. Um, it's basically a cottage and a main house and it's been amalgamated into one house over the years. And it's just, the layout doesn't really work. And the original plan was to, um, I know I'm kind of diversifying here from goals and uh, flip projects. That's so. all right. Keep um, so it was, the, the plan was to open up it properly, steel, get the you know vaulted ceiling in the cottage part of it, make it a stunning kind of kitchen, living room area. Then I knocked the numbers back from the kind of 250, 260 end value, which I anticipated to 230, and the numbers still worked at like a 67 grand profit with the refurb. So, I, and, and the other reason was exactly what you said, which is quite rightly so, was the uncertainty in the market. I can, I can slap a mortgage on it and get all the cash back out and uh, and, and rent out until, well, until the uncertainty goes away. But given the mini boom I think we're going into it, and obviously I've, com- I've, I've committed to this deal and I'm completing it, I'm actually thinking of pivoting a little bit with this deal and I'm going to th- split into two houses, back into two houses. So I think getting the cottage, so rather than having a four bed, you know, three bathrooms, big house, and the bottom end of the high street for a higher end price, which I think when the market does go down, it's going to be difficult to sell or, or you're going to be limiting your market. I think splitting it back into two two-bedroom cottages and having them at, one two five one thirty mark each, as a as a market open up to the masses. You know your first time buyers, your young couples, your young families, people downsizing. So I think that's more a sensible approach, and it's only just to prepare on what's happening in the market, and it gives me the flexibility, like what happened with new wells. I could sell one, clear off the cash that we put into it, and um, you know one sets refinance it, refinance both of them. So there's definitely flexibility, and I think I'm doing two. Sounds like a plan. I think the key word there was pivot. I love that word that's been getting used a lot lately. But um, you, you definitely have to have uh, a plan in place. No point in going in there willy-nilly and then you're sat with a you know 250k house on the market you know, in four months' time when the market's taking a huge dip and there's thousands of people getting made unemployed. And where's your buyer's market gone? It's yeah. just disappeared overnight. And then you you know so you know you're definitely thinking about that yeah uh, again that that downside i think is, is very important now because yeah i think flip's going to be the risky strategy at the moment uh, but inter- interestingly enough you know there's members on the podcast group that are doing flips and you know linda martin for example uh, she just put one on closing date within days like at the moment there's going to be like i think there's a small window yeah. of opportunity i think there's an opportunity as well and i think it will be for the next six to nine months probably out th- right. see this year out but I think that might close. But with this project and obviously the six-month rule, that's taken me to the dangerous territory of something happening. And I do believe that if it happens, it's going to happen down south and fill it up. It won't be a th- I don't think it'll be a nationwide thing. We'll see the effects in probably London, Manchester coming up, and then it will come to us. So I think, I'm hoping, or maybe being optimistic, that it's buying me that little bit more time just to get this project, do the development, and exit. Absolutely. Um, I think that kind of covers a lot of our... Uh, of our, the goals and we spoke about on the actual original podcast about goals it's important to review your goals throughout the year so we thought this was a nice time to take the time review what goals we've got are we on track are we not on track and what needs to be changed to get us on track and I think you know we've actually done not too bad if you consider that we've effectively lost like three months of our lives <laughs> by being you know locked up in our houses 
with the whole coronavirus. I think, you know, looking in the grand scale of things, we've done not too bad. So, mm. yeah, hats off. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, um, what about the podcast um, Facebook page? How has that been going? Yeah, podcast Facebook page is getting loads of engagement. Uh, really, really good. And, uh, you know, there's people posting videos now on it. It's you know, day. selfie videos, which is great because now you can uh, connect with people and you know exactly who's who. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm loving our Monday night Zoom calls as well. We've been, do, we've been doing our, our, our lockdown lives and we yeah. made it more of a networking event on Monday. And I think we're going to do the exact same again on Monday. Come Absolutely. In. So join us again mm. on the Monday. It's been really good to get to know the guys in the group and hear their stories and, and how they're getting involved in property and what their strategies are. And you know, the reason why, is I think the most important, or the thing that I liked most about the Monday's call was, it was hearing the reason why. Everyone's got a different reason why they're doing property and what they want out of it. And it was just it was, it was nice and refreshing to hear someone else's point of view. Absolutely. And as always, we love getting your reviews. Uh, we won't read one out just now because we're not prepared, but uh, we will uh, look for them. And if you do have time and spare a couple of minutes, then we'd love it if you could rate, review, uh, subscribe and share the podcast as well. We're trying to get out to as many people. We had a thousand downloads for the week, Stephen. We did. We've had that target for the last, I think, m- month, six weeks. We've had that every every week. We get an email on the Monday and it shows us our downloads and it was always 900 and 50-ish yeah. and we just couldn't break the thousand downloads so we, we asked for a, the members in the group to kind of help us promote it and share it and, and <laughs> quite a lot of people did so we managed to break the thousand downloads so brilliant um, thanks very much for everyone that kind of shared that and helped us reach that target that was really good thanks for listening guys thanks Bye a lot. see you next week